You're listening to the Conversations Podcast, brought to you by Cypress Creek Church. Material blessings will never truly satisfy. These eternal blessings, when we really hone in mm-hmm. on, on the depths of, of, of what they mean, man, mm-hmm. they, they, will, they will quench our thirst. Welcome to the Conversations Podcast. I am Taylor, and we are capping off a series through the entire summer. We've been looking at the book of Psalms on a series called The Songs of Jesus. Today, we're going to be looking at Psalm 103 with two special guests and friends. First, we have Lead Pastor Jose Abaro with us. Jose, morning, thanks for Taylor. being here. Good to be here. Hey, great to have you. And we are joined by Prayer Pastor Rhonda Patterson. Rhonda. Amazing Prayer Pastor. Amazing Prayer Pastor. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, it's so good. Don't make that mistake again, Taylor. You'll pay for it. I was trying to say prayer pastor versus prayer pasta. So that's what I was working on. But great to have you both here. We're going to jump right in. We're going to jump right in. Jose, I love you the first word. As again, this past series, we've been looking at behind the scenes. I'd love to hear not only how the preparation happened as far as throughout the week, but even why you chose this psalm. Because there's a lot of different psalms, right, right. even though we've been through a lot so far this series. Yeah, so the this is actually in the, the way that the psalms are written, there's five parts. And so this is the end of part four. And then it leads into part five, which is all about praising God. So part five of the psalms all focus on praising God. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I chose this psalm because it is so jam-packed with reasons why we are to praise God, blessings, these spiritual blessings that are uh, eternal, that are free, that are amazing, uh, that should compel us when we focus on them to praise God. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I chose Psalm 103. And uh, I, I hope that this series has been helpful um, for, for you as it has been for me to remember that God wants us to be real with Him, no matter how we may be feeling or what this season may look like, that He is a God who is present in, in the moment and wants us to process our emotions through Him because the Psalms are jam-packed with emotions. So yeah, that's where we were and where we're going. Yes. Where we're at, not where we're going, where we're at. I guess where we're going in this in this podcast. <laughs> Before we jump into Psalm 103, Ron, I'd love to hear your thoughts too as far as just the series as a whole, your thoughts yeah. and takeaways as we've spent a whole summer together looking I at each of these. I have loved it, and I'm actually sad to see it, this series coming to an end, although I know the next one will be marvelous as well. But it it's truly, it's been wonderful to just kind of sit in the Psalms through the summer and just just sit in, in God's goodness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. With each of the Psalms, we've had three questions we've looked at here. So we've asked, what does this Psalm teach me about God? What does this Psalm teach me about myself? And what does this Psalm, how does this Psalm compel me to respond? Each week, this may be in some sort of order <laughs> jumbled up, but this week we're starting with Aspire, which again is, is looking at how does this Psalm compel me to respond? And just right away, verse one of Psalm 103, we look at, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. And the question that we have here, Jose, you asked us, is how is my worship muscle? Mm-hmm. I'd love to ask both of y'all kind of how are ways practically that you have kind of noticed where you are on that. And in community groups, the outline asked kind of zero to 10, how's your worship muscle? But but how do y'all just measure or kind of gauge maybe when there's a time where you're like, okay, I really need to kind of re-engage. I'm kind of getting a little weak in this muscle. And then what are times where you feel like, you know, this is a this is a strong muscle for you in a season of life? Yeah, Romans 
tells us that worship is a lifestyle. So it's not just a, mm-hmm. an act that we do. Here specifically, David is modeling blessing God. So, so he's mm-hmm. turning to the Lord. He's receiving these blessings uh, for, for, for himself from, from God. And so <laughs> I can gauge when I'm off, when I'm not exhibiting any of the fruits of the Spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm feeling hurried, when I'm feeling uh, a lack of peace, or, or when my tone tends to turn a little aggressive towards something, you know, I, I can tell that that's when I'm needing to, to recalibrate and remember uh, who I am, who the Lord is, the, these spiritual blessings, um, how they impact me personally. Those are simple ways on a daily basis that I can tell, okay, I need to take I need to take five and and worship for for a little bit, mm. and uh, music. Obviously, David is writing this psalm. It's a hymn. It's a song. Um, we don't have the tune. We have the words. Uh, but we we are blessed with so many worship songs. So I have a playlist on my phone that that I go to often. I press play and spend some time worship, worshiping mm. God. Yeah. Uh, I'm right there with you. I think a word that I think of a lot of times for me is that lack of peace or dispeace when there's just in my spirit, things just don't feel quite right for whatever reason. It may just be too many distractions or worries or whatever, but um, music for me, worship music is usually the, the first thing I'll go to to begin coming back to, you know, to recenter and refocus. And so same thing, playlist and yeah. I think that verse in Job is one of the most significant verses in all of the Bible where, I mean, his whole life has been turned upside down. And yet he says in Job 121, um, the Lord gives and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm. Blessed be the name of of, of mm-hmm. Yahweh, of, of the one who who is still Lord, still in control. Mm. So if you really think about it, that's that's saying a lot about mm-hmm. Job's heart and his, his intimacy Absolutely. with God. So that's that's the aim. No matter what the circumstance may look like, am I in a place where I can turn to God and say, "Man, this mm-hmm. is really hard, God, but I'm going to mm-hmm. praise you. I'm going to bless your name." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Let's jump into the second point here on admit and uh, kind of the tagline for this. What does this teach me about myself is that I forget God's blessings. That's kind of the tagline there, Jose. And just asking the question, what is distracting me from God? I'd love to start by just even uh, defining or just kind of highlighting what you defined, Jose, as far as what blessings are. Because I think a lot of times when you hear, okay, blessings God has given us, we typically think of maybe material or financial blessings, but you highlighted just the significance of spiritual blessings. I'd love for y'all to share just even the difference between those two and then how you go about reminding yourselves of the many blessings that God has given you. Yeah, none of these blessings, I'm, I'm just proof, proofing what I'm about to say real quick as I read <laughs> Psalm 103, but it doesn't seem like any of these are material blessings. So all of these are promises from God. They're spiritual in nature and they're from our creator for us. So where, where, where David is saying, um, bless the Lord, then he explains all these reasons why mm-hmm. he is to bless the Lord because mm-hmm. God himself has blessed us. Um, and, and so those that, that distinction is important that yes, we have a lot to be grateful for. Uh, wherever we live, if we live in this country, I mean, we, we have been given so many blessings. Um, however, those will perish, they, they will go away. These eternal 
blessings uh, will, will, will never go away. And, and the other big distinction there is that we have, uh, we can buy material blessings, mm-hmm. but we can't buy spiritual blessings. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't earn them. They're, it's it's mm-hmm. free, and and That's they good. were paid for by God. Yeah. That's what Jesus is. He, he he is the way in which God has chosen to bless us. And so, am I? This is a question that I'm asking myself. At times, am I putting my faith in in, in my material blessings that mm-hmm. I'm controlling, I own, or am I remembering the blessings that God and only God mm-hmm. can give me? Yeah, it's that. Horizontal view versus vertical, and and because we do, we have many blessings here on this earth, and uh, but when we begin to do that, there's always that comparison game that comes in, and there will always be somebody that you could look at in the world and say they're more blessed than you in that material sense, but there's always so many more hurting, and so that are that by the world standards, would not be blessed, or you would think that they wouldn't be. And so um, that's that's such, when we get into that trap of looking around us, then we're not seeing the spiritual blessings that He's given us, that those are what matter the most. And all of that, all, everything else will, will fade. It will be gone. And so... Um, what yeah. what is that trap? What are those kind of distractions? Just even in your own lives, where mm-hmm. things that pull you from recognizing God's God's blessings on your life? Mm, good question. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot of them. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just that comparison, I think, is a is is a big one. Um, and I, I know for me, throughout my life, that can be one that that I have to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Dissatisfaction. Dissatisfaction. So we're never satisfied by material mm, blessings. You know, yeah. think about the cars that we drive. They probably are not older than 15 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I took the pictures of uh, Cuba. Mm-hmm. You know, those cars have been running for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. They have no need to buy new cars. Well, they really can't. There's mm-hmm. no inventory in Cuba, right? So they have just re uh, fixed and, and renewed the engines and, and redone certain things. And our our culture here is always buy buy new. And the reality is is that you know it will never be will never be fully satisfied. Mm-hmm. If we buy something, it's prone to get old, whether a week, a month, a year, mm-hmm. and, you know, phones, we need to buy new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's just the way of, of our culture. And we need to be aware of that because material blessings will never truly satisfy. These eternal blessings, when we really hone in mm-hmm. on, on the depths of, of, of what they mean, man, mm-hmm. they, they, will, they will quench our thirst. They do. And you know that we've all experienced that where there's been something you've been longing for and just think you have to have and you get it. And two weeks later, you've moved on to the next thing that you've got to have and you've really Mm -hmm. just even forgotten about the one that you (laughs) just desired so badly. So it's just a, it's, it's, you know, it's a trap. I don't even know if this would be a distraction necessarily, but I think just even how my own pride gets in the way of recognizing what is a blessing and what's not. Mm -hmm. Because I think for me, you go to the difference between 
you know, buying material blessings and then just kind of receiving a spiritual blessing. I think for me, I, I get in this mindset where I, I earned that spiritual blessing yeah. or, or I deserve that. Mm-hmm. So it's not God's blessing on me because, you know, so as, as humbling or embarrassing as that is to say out loud, that, that's ultimately where I get a lot of times where I just, I'm not, it's not that I have forgotten God's blessings. It's oftentimes I just don't even equate that to be a, a blessing of God. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just trying to humble myself and recognize, no, I, I don't deserve any of this. <laughs> like even the things that I bought, it's like, mm-hmm. that's not even uh, with resources or money that, that I deserve. So yeah. I think that's another uh, distraction on that. On the flip side, how do y'all remind yourselves of the blessings? I had heard in my community group last night, they mentioned this idea of having like a blessing journal or yeah. just some way of, yeah. of tangibly stopping and sitting down. Have y'all done something like that? Or how do you kind of uh, just immerse yourselves on a regular basis with, with just being reminded of, of God's blessings? Yeah, that's really good. I've heard of, of that as well. And, and I've written um, some stuff down in, in different seasons. I think for me, when, when I worship, that's, that's when I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. I'm pouring out gratitude to, mm-hmm. to God, the, where, where these blessings have originated from. And so there is, that is a space that exists for me where I can commune with God in a special way, where it's very, very personal um, and where I am thanking Him for, for what he has given me, you know, in this season, health in my family mm-hmm. and those material things. And then more importantly, these blessings, the fact that his mercy is new every single morning for me, mm-hmm. that no matter how far I may uh, go, he, he, he's right there, he's right there. Um, so he reminds me in worship, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I, and I think about like, Hard, the hard things when we're going through something really um, difficult and asking, really inviting God to show you the blessings in it because they're there. Yeah. They, the blessings are there even in the hardest stuff that may not seem like it. Uh, you, you will see because he'll show you how he's working, how he's moving, Um and even if he seems quiet and you're waiting to hear from him, when you ask him to show you, you'll begin to see ways that he has uh, remained so faithful and, and that, he, that you're seen by him, that you're not forgotten, um, that he's carrying you through, that he helped you get through this month, that you didn't think you were going to, mm-hmm. at the beginning of it, you didn't think you would make it and you've made it through a month and it's still, you're still waiting to see things work out, but look how far he's brought you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a blessing. And so ask him and he'll show you. One of my favorite parts about this series has been different attributes that I feel like each Psalm tends to highlight as far as whether it's David, one of the other mm-hmm. Psalmists, but just an attribute of God. I'm looking at kind of the, the slide that uh, we had at the beginning that looks at whether it's God's our deliverer, he's our protector, our provider, our comforter. There's just so many woven throughout each of these Psalms. So what is so significant just as, as we cap off the series, looking at God as a, a blessing that he provides blesses, he blesses us. What, what is so significant about that as an attribute of God, especially just woven in throughout all the many that we have uh, throughout this, this book? Yeah, to me, it seems like he continually shows up generously mm-hmm. and he shows up first. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's a giver. He's not withholding. Mm-hmm. He's pouring out who he is unto, unto us. He's loving us mm-hmm. in the true sense of the word agape, uh, loving first before we 
you know, say anything. One of the tensions that I like about this Psalm is that I don't know David's circumstance. We don't know in the chapter, but David's having a conversation with himself. I don't know if he's maybe coming out of a dry season or maybe he's uh, coming out of shame because of something he's done, but he's commanding his being, bless the Lord, Mm -hmm. bless the Lord. And, And sometimes I, find myself in that same place where I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling like worshiping God, mm-hmm. um, but that directive that we can give to ourselves and say, just bless the Lord and then forget not all his benefits and go down and remind yourself. Mm-hmm. Hopefully afterwards, I would hope that the first bless the Lord would sound different than the last bless the Lord mm-hmm. there in Psalm 103. You know, this last bless the Lord was like, of course I'm gonna bless the Lord. <laughs> you know, once mm-hmm. once you once you really take hold of all that God has done and, and all of who he is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Rhonda, would you add anything to that? Yeah, I I don't know. Of course, I've, you've got me writing the devotionals for this week. Uh, and so i just been sitting so much in the, the father aspect of him. And like, even for those of us who were blessed with a wonderful earthly father, um, but also those who were not, it doesn't matter which end of the spectrum you're on, there is no one like our Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. Even the best dad in the world doesn't even remotely come close to comparing to our, our our Heavenly Father and how He loves us and sees us. And I I love the scripture there about that we're, you know, He remembers that we're just dust. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. it, it reminds me how small I am and yet how important mm-hmm. I am to him as my heavenly father. And so. That's so good. That's so good. I want to close with just one more question asking more so to someone that they hear this and they they hear about, okay, I want to worship God. I want to have that posture. I want to have that lifestyle of worship, but maybe they are going through a hard time, just like we looked at in the passage in Job. Maybe they are just having, maybe they just don't feel like they're naturally, maybe personality-wise, someone that's just gonna you know, wake up and just shout praises to God. So how would you both encourage someone that's maybe just really feeling uh, just maybe a weight or just a heaviness and, and they, they wanna get there in this, in this posture of worship, but they, mm-hmm. they just don't naturally feel like that comes easy maybe in their season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Rhonda. Well, I... I think one thing that's really helpful when you're in that season and you're having a hard time lifting your head is is looking for brothers and sisters to come alongside you um, to help you uh, walk that out and and point you in the right direction and stand with you um, as you're as you're trying to trudge through and and also to me that's first and it can come through community group through prayer ministry through just reaching out to someone that um, that you know loves the Lord mm-hmm. and knows him and just letting him know I need I'm not okay and I would appreciate you helping me, praying with me, talking about the word, whatever, mm-hmm. where however God leads you in it. But um, having that encouragement alongside you is mm-hmm. so important. So important. Mm-hmm. So important. And I would add, take that, take that slide with those eighteen blessings. Take your mm-hmm. Bible out and, and just read them out loud. Mm-hmm. Receive them for yourself, even if you don't believe it. Just read it out loud. Yeah. Go through the process okay. of, of you know, telling your soul, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm 
claiming these right now. And as hard as it may be, um, we trust that God does love, He does care, and He is He is with mm-hmm. us. And these Psalms, you know, to close is a great reminder that he doesn't expect perfection. He doesn't expect um, any sort of emotion. He, he, he is in every circumstance, every season, every mood that, that we are in, which speaks to his father's heart. So thanks for the great conversation, guys. Looking forward to the next one. All right. Hey, thanks everybody for listening to the Conversations podcast. If you have any questions that you want us to answer on the podcast, you can email us conversations at cypresscreekchurch.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast. Thanks for being here again, everybody. It was awesome. That's it for this version of the podcast. We will see you guys next time.